Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for how you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I got to introduce you to the other leaders of the group. So I always feel bad for being a troll to this celebrity because he's the AM to my C. So to be nice, I'm just going to tell you his favorite avatar, the last Airbender character. (laughs) Can you guess? That's right. It's none other than Appa. It's Alan Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Did I hit you with too many horrible puns? So many things happened. I don't know what I just heard. (laughs) Uh, How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm good. Uh, UCLA's in the Final Four for men's basketball, so that's cool. What Other a weird that. time. Because, <laughs> like, when's the last time they made it anywhere far in the March Madness? Uh, well, like, I mean, they're, like, we don't have to get into it, but they're, like, the mo- the most winningest <laughs> program in NCAA men's basketball. But uh, they haven't made the Final Four since 2008, so there's mm, that. Okay. Russell Westbrook and Kevin Love. Oh, what a team. What a time. Cool. Uh, well, hope, good luck to the Bruins. Uh, I don't know. Are you? Uh, do you stand USC or stand UCLA? You're asking me. Yeah. Oh, I mean, April went to UCLA, so I have to root for UCLA. Mm-hmm, okay. And the boy Johnny Juzang. So. <laughs> not you're not a big uh, Reggie Bush fan. No. Who? <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Enough said, enough said. Okay, and rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. Hopefully, he's saying bye to the winter and saying hi to the spring. And even when he thought spring was short last year, it came again. So finally, he said, flu season is at its end. It's Steven. Hello. Thank you for that, Chuck. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and drop... One fact is that my sister attended UCLA, so I, I think just keep listening to all our episodes. You'll put together all the pieces and you'll know <laughs> my <laughs> identity. Okay, sister from UCLA. We may have mentioned his hometown. <laughs> and a brother. Yeah, possibly. He has a brother. And do we ever announce that you had a sister? Oh, I don't think we did. I, I don't know if I've ever, ever mentioned her, but... Uh, yeah, now we know. Oh, we're finding out. <clears throat> and the only place in um, New York with no bagel shops. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and I'm assuming, okay, and he also has parents. So if you didn't know that, mm-hmm. if you didn't know, he, he was not born out of a test tube. He, he was a natural birth. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just finding random facts to... Random fictitious facts to tell about you. But uh, hopefully uh, by the end of season one, everyone will finally know who you really are. Yeah. Because who's to say his name's Steven? Yeah, Steve. Oh. Yeah, it could be Steve. Oh, no. <laughs> it could be Stephen. Alter, you go. 
Is it like cool Urkel? Well, except like Urkel you're the cool Urkel. one. Yeah. Except you're the yeah. <laughs> you're the cool Urkel. And... I did do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> Oh my god, okay. All right. Um, Okay, so each week our musical (laughs) chefs whip up a brand new set of dishes, some treats to devour in between the meals. So we'll let you know all about that in our segment that we call Steve's Specials of the Week. (laughs) Yep, okay. Yeah, this week, um, actually a lot of releases. This week was was packed with stuff, uh, so it was hard picking just just five but somehow i I had to do it so here we go starting on monday we had a release from sejong of formerly of gugudan she released a mini album called i'm and the title track is called warning featuring a rapper named lil boy (laughs) who i'm just hearing of now um so yeah (laughs) go go check that out uh yeah, this this section I'm actually going to keep pretty short, even though these are some big releases, not too many notes. Um, same day, uh, Sung Yoon from Winner released a full album called Page, or it's open bracket, page, closed bracket. Uh, title track is called Aya. Uh, this album fe- has some features from uh, some rappers, including Simon Dominic. Wonstein and his fellow winner bandmate Mino. And mm. moving on uh, to Tuesday, a big uh, release, uh, Baekhyun from EXO, the mini album called Bambi, title track of the same name. Uh, this mini album has credits from Cold, Juni, London Noise, and of course, uh, Kenzie. So uh, Baekhyun is enlisting soon. And we don't know if he's going to have like a lot of promotions for this. So uh, at least at least one SM will promote this album. So go check out uh, Bambi. <laughs> um, one <laughs> it's good, though. I, I like yeah, that. Yeah. OK. <laughs> I just listened to Bambi, but I want to hear everything else now. Oh, the vocals. Um, the vocals. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. But then last two came out on Wednesday. First is uh, from 21. Uh, Park Bomb released a single called Doremi Faso, and that's featuring Changmo. I think her first like single since maybe just two years ago, but always excited to see her come out with stuff. And lastly, uh, a group I haven't really gotten into. They released their ninth mini album. It's uh, WJSN or Cosmic Girls uh, with their mini album, Unnatural. And the title track of the same name. So those are the specials of this week. Awesome. Thank you. All right. It's the moment you've been waiting for. It's time for our own Encyclopedia of Pink to give the rundown on this week's episode. Take it away, Alamark. I'm going through my encyclopedia pages right now. Um, oh, okay, I thought you were doing a Hannibal Lecter like Baba Beans impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is, uh, I really want to get into this because I am excited to talk about this. So, uh, today we'll be discussing the latest release from IU. So, 
Ayu born Lee Ji-yoon is a South Korean singer-songwriter and actress signed under uh, Edam, E-D-A-M Entertainment, a uh, section of Kakao M, formerly Loen Entertainment. At the age of 15, she debuted with the EP Lost and Found in 2008 with the single Lost Child. Though the album did not do very, too well commercially, uh, she would continue changing up her style, trying to... Um, Find out what works, going from more heavy ballads to sort of cute retro styles, uh, especially with her follow-up first full album, Growing Up, in 2009. And around that time, she would slowly start gaining more popularity, um, especially through her like acoustic covers of popular songs like uh, Girls' Generation's G and Super Junior's Sorry Sorry. Uh, then, in 2010, IU would see an even bigger rise of popularity uh, with the release of a standalone single called Nagging, featuring 2AM Siolong. Uh, and that would be her first number one on the Gaon charts. And it would also give her her first music show win on June 27th of that year. Uh, and then she had the follow-up EP, Real, that had the lead single, Good Day. And that would help catapult her into this sort of celebrity stardom that you know we sort of still see today. Um, yeah, iconic for many reasons. The music video, uh, that those last notes, stuff like that. Uh, then she would also in that year begin her acting career. Uh, she would start. She would be cast in a variety show called Heroes, and then the next year she would get a supporting role in the teen drama Dream High, along with Kim Soo Hyun, uh, Miss A. Suzy, Two PM's Taekyun and Woo Young, uh, and Tiara's Young Jung. Uh, and then this time, uh, also in this year, uh, IU would open for Corinne Bailey Ray during uh, Corinne Bailey Ray's first solo concert in Seoul. Uh, when she would, it, it included her singing along with her for Put Your Records On. So very cool piece of uh, history there. IU's popularity would only continue to skyrocket with releases of her second full-length album, Last Fantasy, in 2011, and its lead single, You and I, which remains her most successful single commercially to date. Uh, then in 2012, she would make her official Japanese debut. And then keep continuing on, 2013, she would get cast in her first starring role on the show, You're the Best, Lee Soon Shin. Uh, she would continue creating music, uh, known for her bright and elegant vocals, pairing with a variety of different music styles, from retro to uh, ballads to stuff like that, uh, such as songs like The Red Shoes in 2013, 23 and 2015, Palette in 2017. That one's my personal favorite. Um, BB in 2018, Blooming in 2019, just to highlight some major ones. Uh, as well as uh, acting in more shows uh, like The Producers in 2015 and Persona and Hotel de Luna, which both came out in 2019 as well, among a bunch of others. Then in 2021, IU would return with her first, first full-length album since 2017's Palette and 2019's EP Love Poem. So it's been a while since we've gotten like a full release from IU. Uh, this album, Lilac, was released on March 25th with the lead singles Celebrity, Lilac, and Coin. And that's the one that we're talking about today. Sweet. I'm so excited to talk about this album, by the way. I know you've been kind of tweeting it, um, tweeting your excitement, Alan Mark, um, as you've been listening to this album. But 
I uh, I very much enjoyed this album, so I'm excited to only talk about half of it due to time reasons. So <laughs> we got this. Okay. All right. Well, um, I don't think there's anything else for us to do except uh, talk about our history with IU. Okay. So uh, Stephen, uh, <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> um, yeah, I I think I can safely say that the three of us really enjoyed I use a career and all her songs that have come out um, you you mentioned palette that that's really the my introduction to IU I, I think I watched that music video the the, the song palette with G dragon I think like I watched it 20 times a week ever <laughs> since I saw like ever since I saw it it was just so cool to me I don't know it's just it, it just 2017 really was the year where I came back to K-pop mm-hmm. and like that song for sure was one of the reasons why I came back. It was just so cool. Uh, the music video, I mean, but even the song, you know. And I was just like this person has such amazing vocal abilities. So I was super excited to listen to this album. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Uh do you want to should we just get into it? Maybe you guys can just talk about yeah, songs that you liked as we talk about the songs that we do like from this album, I guess. There's just a lot of songs. This is what, her fifth album, you said? Fifth full album, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. But yeah, I, I like, my introduction to IU was much earlier. It was, I think, Good Day may have been the um, the first thing that I heard uh, with those notes up above. But I also watched Dream High, so it's kind of like the mix of the two at the same time. So it's 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 been really fun watching her growth as an artist. I know. The last time I checked in, she was 25. I'm, I'm only, you know, quoting the song. <laughs> if we remember the song, how uh, pal it goes. How she was truly fine at 25, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Right, Stephen <laughs> looks so excited right now. Oh, I am just... I, I, I'm just yeah, talking about IU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just get into it. Okay. The name of the album is called Lilac, and so the first track of this album is also called Lilac. And... Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, let's, uh, let's mix it up this time. I know I didn't tell you guys this, but let's just, whenever you guys feel like saying something, just go ahead and say it. (laughs) Just do it. I feel like we're gonna, I don't want to tread on too many toes. I know if we go back and forth, we're just gonna be like, yeah, I agree with what that person said. Um, So let's, what, if you have a feeling, just shout it out. Um, but I'll start and say, um, boy, what a funky 80s, like, uh, just just a fun way to introdu- introduce this album. It was just so much fun to listen to. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure I, just like with every single, like, lead single we talk about, I'm, I'm looking more forward to talking about the music video because I think the music video really encapsulated the feeling I was getting with this song and we'll talk more about that later but mm-hmm. for me at least i i thought this was a great because uh, i didn't listen to celebrity so i didn't know that that was the original um like uh like the original like the pre-release yeah. Uh, yeah first first release single um but lilac was it was just so much fun it was just like i again i'm only coming from 2017 iu i, I i'm not sure all the different genres and styles that she's known for but um this was like a fun departure for like at least myself to see 
this really fun side of um, of IU because I was thinking more of like the you know sad girl subdued version of IU um, but yeah it, she really got to stretch her uh, vocal skills here so that's uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it was just fun yeah I, I thought it was a great great start to the album um, really liked just all of the just the that 80s sound the very sparkly keys I love the the perfect like 80s toms fills that they always had uh, I thought they just kept all the sounds from within the same decade that you would think that that, you, that I associate them with and mm. it's just so funky and like the guitar is steadily strumming throughout the whole thing that was, that was really fun um, it was a good yeah. strum for sure yeah yeah Oh, uh, and since yeah. we're talking about '80s stuff, there's that also saxophone at the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, oh I no, love. yeah. We were and it's we like were a gonna, soprano yeah, sax yeah. too, I think, because yeah. it's a bit higher pitched. Let's, than, let's oh, definitely man. talk more about that later, especially <laughs> music video wise. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> I I I uh, I don't know the the words that she was singing, but it was just so. Um, uh, I keep saying infectious. Um, I sh- probably should say infectious for the next song, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but but um, it was very of the uh, of the era, like the the styles with the way she was singing, especially that part that went like like the na na na, like it just it it brought me t- to that right mindset with this song, and uh, I didn't I didn't feel like I was getting retro fatigue because. Uh, the retro when we talk about retro it's a lot of disco this one didn't really feel like a disco track to me it mm-hmm. it could have but then it was just nice and it it was more funky but like in a lighthearted way so to speak it yeah. it didn't make me want to do a um you know a soul train line but it it did make me just want to i don't know it, it it's like it, it's it's like what i would have played um i don't know I'm trying to see the. I'm trying to think of the right environment, but yeah. you know, just but, yeah. But that's the thing. It's that, like bright, sunny, and yeah. it's just really playful. Yeah, but that's the thing. Track. I think I use one of the best like uh, performers to that has consistently done retro concepts really well, um, and doesn't matter what decade it's coming from. I think she's historically just is so good at those kinds of concepts. I think maybe it's just maybe it's her voice. It's just one that fits. The different types, but I think the all the songs are generally well arranged, well written. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's like so good that like it, you can't really get fatigued in that way. Yeah, I um I, I I always appreciate songs that find some way to layer like instrument after instrument after instrument, and this for sure was one of those tracks for me that it. It felt like so much was happening, yet I could hear every single instrument, like isolated in my head. And so, um, you know what? I I never. It's it's funny you mentioned the toms because I I kept hearing it, but I it, it was just so seamless, like it just fit. It it wasn't out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like it did come out of nowhere, but it almost felt like that is what I needed to hear at that exact moment. Um, so yeah. that was fun. Yeah, fun to think about. Um, uh, arrangement or instrumentally, do you guys have any call outs, shout outs aside from the saxophone? Because we, uh, as uh, our listeners know, 
the How You Can Eat Boys love a good saxophone at the end <laughs> of every track. And uh, um, I guess one thing, there was like another, it was like one horn that they played, but into the second verse. Yes. Where it was just her vocals. And then this horn came in. It's like trumpet or whatever it was. I really liked how they, they came in with that. Uh, yeah, really, really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Tying to that second verse as well, um, because I did mention that too. Uh, and then the bass picks up right at the like forehand. Um, mm. But I think in the middle of the verse too, there's this really nice, like pretty sounding piano that comes yeah, into. I was going to mention that. And yeah. yeah, I love that addition. Like just little flares here and there to spice up second verses so that it doesn't sound repetitive. I love it. Masterful, a masterful arrangement for sure. Um, okay. Do you guys have anything else to say about the song, or do you guys want to move on to what I believe is Steven's favorite music video <laughs> we've ever covered? <laughs> oh, it could be. Let's see. <clears throat> I mean, I'm glad to, I was trying to think all all the girl groups or like female soloists, the whenever there's a train or a station, it's always like intact and functioning. Uh, but like with like ATs and shiny, there was both like damaged, rundown stations. <laughs> so uh, that was one of the first things I noticed. But I mean, I obviously did love all the scenes on the on the trains, <laughs> all the different types of I don't know, like environments they they made on those. Like there was just the regular commuter type, and then they had like the dance party in the one and mm-hmm. then I, my favorite scene was that like martial arts yes. sequence yeah, yeah that was so, just so cool. cool yeah <clears throat> i i was trying to understand the cuz i was reading the subtitles in the music video and then trying to understand the music video and i just kind of gave up cuz i was like okay the song doesn't match um the music video the music video is just a lot of fun moments for her to um uh, be in, but then maybe you know towards the end when she kind of, I'm assuming woke up from a dream, you know, like maybe she, did she miss her train? Is that what happened? Or I was trying to figure out um, concept wise what was the point of all these, you know, these uh, these different, j- just this montage of like different, like you know, mm-hmm. movie settings or whatever. Um, but yeah, I. I, I really appreciated the she's all that moment where everyone just for some reason no, knew that one dance in, <laughs> in the caboose. Um, the you you mentioned like the martial arts that was that was so cool <laughs> that was so great because I was like every single time she went to through a tunnel she got like transported so I just started thinking of like Infinity Train at the same time Ooh. like how each each caboose is like a whole different world and so maybe that's what's happening to her um but yeah the uh the the dress that she wore for the chorus when she was doing like the really like you know like really pretty not really extensive choreography but enough to like complement the the flow of her uh chorus and everything i thought that was really cool the lilac chord um, one yeah yeah oh yeah yeah yes exactly exactly um, did you guys notice uh, the destinations on that yes. little ticket? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I are those real places or just weird fake towns? Because I I don't think I've ever heard of Hylac and Bylac. Uh, so oh. there's, 
Oh, sorry. Did you have because I know there's two different versions of the album. One's called Hylac and one's called Bilac. But I don't know Got the difference okay. between the two. Yeah. Is Lilac like the middle or like the 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 digital release, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I thought that was cool. But, I, the the whole music video I just kept thinking of like, oh Steven. <laughs> the the thing I thought you were talking about was like the arrivals departures board behind her in yeah, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. back of yeah, the that's what I saw. Yeah, 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 that had like that was all of her releases. So Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't I really think, catch that. I think in order, yeah. So I, I really like that. And it made sense was, as a place to put it. I was it. just tripping out Ooh. over that train that appeared out of her ticket and like kind of floated. Oh yeah. On, like underneath. But but yeah, it was a it was a really fun music video. And tell me why, because uh, I Alan Mark, you brought up the saxophone. Um Clearly, the conductor was a saxophone master. But tell me why uh, uh, Riota from uh, Terrace House was uh, the conductor of that train. <laughs> I know we, I don't, I know we don't talk about that show anymore. But, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, <laughs> that's all I thought of when I first saw it. I was like, "Wait, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be in Japan?" Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just a fun music video to really compliment a really fun sound uh, or sounding song. And I, uh, before we uh, jump to our next track, I, I just knowing that this was the first song, I, I immediately was like, okay, I'm pretty sure Alan Mark loves this album because <laughs> there is a spectrum. You say the spectrum is he on one end, it's every other album. And then on the other end, it's does it sound like a Carly Rae Jepsen album? <laughs> so, so if we're if we're putting this album, it's for sure like halfway in between. So like, it's close. Yeah. It's close, especially uh, with a couple of the songs we'll talk about later. But I just um, I love the '80s. It's my favorite decade for music. And you're right. This this didn't feel like. It felt like homages. It felt like what um, Bruno Mars is really good at doing, which is taking like the element and like taking what you love and not necessarily just imitating it, just, you know, repackaging it in a way that sounds modern. And so I know there's some groups we talk about where uh, we do get fatigue because it does just sound exactly like we can pinpoint like, oh, it sounds like this song. But even though... Um, this sounds familiar. I can't even think of another song. Um, then again, I I think uh, another song. Uh, or not even that song. Sorry, I was thinking of High Spring by. Like that song sounds like every song we've heard of uh, in the eighties, but um, it still sounds unique on its own. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that song. Let's move on to the next track. Wait, wait. Can I? I, I feel <laughs> like I have to mention. Before we do that, yes. Two things yes. from the the video. I know oh, yeah, yeah, lots yeah. of, uh, I'm sure a lot of people had these same unanswered questions about the layout of the train station. Uh, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I think that the ticket checker is on the train as they like on NJ Transit <laughs> um, because the ticket booth is right next to the platform. So no one's checking it there. So mm. I think it has to be a person on the train and it's kind of like time. Uh, accurate or like decade accurate so that's one okay. thing and then the other thing is where uh the the door that says platform above it i feel like platform should be 
reversed unless there's a platform on the other side. Because if you're <laughs> on the platform and you're looking at that door, it, you it says platform, but that's not where the door is going. And I it shouldn't it shouldn't be read that way <laughs> unless there's a platform on the other side of that door. Uh, so I guess uh, Ayu, uh, write to us and <laughs> let us know. Ayu specifically, not anyone yeah. at Edan. No, Ayu, you're in the video, so <laughs> you're responsible. I mean, you had you yeah. had creative control over the look yeah. of this video, so you should know. You should know how you know trains work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, well, thank you, Stephen. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sorry, I almost glossed over I, that yeah, super I, crucial I, important um, call out. So, so make sure um, <laughs> make sure I you email Stephen <laughs> how you can eat at gmail.com. Why does please? Platform? Yeah, please, please clarify the creative decisions you made with these uh, very obvious uh, inaccuracies. So, yeah, we would like to know. Please, right. Okay, so let's move on to track number two, Flu. Steven, I'm going to throw it to you. I could throw it to Alan Mark, but uh, he's, uh, he's, I think he's grabbing his own uh, um, Theraflu medicine oh, or uh, <laughs> NyQuil. But uh, Flu, um, I'm going to throw it to Flu you, Steven. Um, what what do you what do you think? What did you think of this? I really like this song too. Um, I specifically just like the pre-chorus. I really loved every any time it would just like that. There was a passage that would ascend. It, she just sounds so good doing that, and like <laughs> mm-hmm. I liked how the chorus it was kind of sparse in terms of instrumentation and. It, it, it just, just draw her her voice and some drums and like some bass at sometimes, but I don't know. I, I just really love this too. Like the melody was really nice. Um, yeah, not not too much to say, but I did like it a lot. Yeah, I like that. I noticed uh, the melody that you mentioned for the pre-chorus. That reminded me of like Alicia Keys' "Unthinkable," when it just like mm-hmm. climbs up. Oh. Um, so I thought that was interesting, but. Like I agree with this arrangement, how it's sparse, but I love the textures that they chose. Um, specifically in the chorus, it reminded me of uh, Maggie Rogers's Alaska. Um, which, yes, thank you. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Yeah, for sure. so I thought yeah. that was like a nice parallel uh, sound-wise. Um, I think uh, I do enjoy listening to this song, but it does sort of bother me though because. It's like all these references to like sickness and viruses and yeah. stuff. And it's like, we're still living through it right now. At least yep. definitely yep. here. <laughs> so that was my like, very first note yeah. that I wrote. It was like, is this a COVID-19 song? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's only about being lovesick. That's, it's just a metaphor. But it's just like, man, we're still like. Yeah, I know. Poor time. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, but the I think the explicit metaphor it's a little too much for me right now. Um, but the song is super charming to listen to still, and especially that bridge with that ethereal like vocal yeah. um, arrangement going on. But um, yeah, probably get back to me in like maybe two more years when I'm more comfortable <laughs> yeah. uh, leaving the house without my mask on. <laughs> yeah, yep. I was I was like, is in Korea is it 
I guess it's that much better than it is here. It just was like a reminder of our incompetence and (laughs) I I guess our lack Uh, of like collective, I don't know, our our willingness to care about the collective instead of the individual. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a ton of people on the train for Lilac. Yeah. (laughs) I was was, like triggered. I was like, you guys are way too close. (laughs) But we're, we're absolutely the exception to <laughs> a lot of these other great greater nations uh, ability to cope with the pandemic so so yeah maybe maybe mm-hmm. mentally to them it's just uh it's now just the novel coronavirus they they just they they've all beaten it i don't know um i i did want to talk really quickly cuz you were talking about texture alamark mm-hmm. with the uh, bridge um flu and i thought it was so fun i don't know why they added all these elements but it's almost like they they um they were like teasing well obviously i know why they added it because they were teasing america (laughs) about the fact that they can't go outside so that they added all these outside sounds to that bridge like like just the trees kind of uh uh swirling like the wind swirling around trees like you could hear birds chirping yeah. in the background so i i guess uh i guess it's a play off the fact that they can go outside and we can't um but also i was thinking flu birds is it like an avian flu thing is there something you know some weird thing to de- like decode i don't know there again uh, i you there's a lot you need to explain <laughs> so so you can email me all you can eat separate at emails. Se- separate emails. Separate yeah. emails. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, subject separately. One Stephen. <laughs> one to I. Yeah. Um, um, and then um, not I you I <laughs> as in me. Um, but yeah, I just need to know. Um, we need to know what was the uh, intent behind the the uh, cruel and harsh reminder that we're still all inside. Okay. I, th- I mean, I think the the birds tweeting. I think that was. I think this album had a kind of a spring theme to it lilac so uh i i that's what i got from it um but what, what else was uh yeah i think that's all i was gonna yeah. say all, all joking aside this is a very beautiful and a song and I, I i did i did very much love it and like if i didn't li- look at the lyrics i wouldn't have uh gave it any other thought but i also looked at the lyrics and it just kept i kept seeing a bunch of Phrases of like flu, getting sick, you know. Blah, blah. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, virus so. is kind of a it's like a common term that they use. Like someone in a group will be like the happy virus or something. And like they'll because oh, okay. their their cheerfulness is is infectious. So mm-hmm. got it. It's okay, kind okay. of a it's a fairly common term in like K Korean pop culture, I guess. Mm. Um, is that in your dictionary? So I think that's. <laughs> It's it's not. I think I, I've just. Oh, it could be, but I, I haven't opened that thing in a while. <laughs> um, Sorry, Mark. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, yeah. Mark, I hope you're not listening to this. But Mark Twan, I hope. You're listening to this. Yeah, Mark Twan. <laughs> Mark Lee. And Mark Lee. Yeah. <laughs> of course. You're okay. Gonna, yeah. All right. Um, all right, uh, I think we can move on to um, to the next song. Okay, if Stephen really thought that this song was great, 
Chuck really thought this song was great as well. And I, you know me, I'm like the resident video game um, historian, so to speak. And so if I, if I hear something video game related, I have to immediately go like, okay, what video game does it remind me of? Um, and so this song, Coin, is not video game related, but it does sound, it does start off with like the very um, familiar uh, slot machine or like pachinko sounds that you can hear um, where it, it's delightful and addicting and um, makes you want to play these games. And I think that's the perfect way to describe the song for me, at least. It's 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 so good. It's so much fun. It it just like it the the first couple sounds just transport you to like I don't know. I was just thinking of like Vegas or like Catch a Creek here in the Bay Area <laughs> or um you know any other like casino and it's just like just hearing pleasant sounds and like this was that song. It was like a, a casino um materialized into a song it was just that 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 kind of uh, i mean uh, some people may not like casinos but i typically like i don't like to gamble but i just like being in a casino it just seems like fun and so this song is like that song that would be playing would be your theme song as you kind of walk through a casino in my in my opinion or at least for me like i love how funky and groovy it is and um yeah it's just it was just again another I don't even know if I can like c- connect it to like a, a genre or a, a decade or a, you know whatever. It's just like it's just like the epitome of casino music, and it was just so fun to listen to that kind of that kind of vibe, I guess. Yeah, um, I I really liked the song too. I I was thinking of like. Some tri- like Triple H that uh, the Korean <laughs> Triple H uh, with the fun. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, we gotta clarify. Yeah. We gotta clarify for American listeners. Um, and then I really liked her vocals on this. I felt like she sounded like it was like she was saying, "This isn't my first rodeo at like a, a like a poker table." Like her tone, it almost sounded unapproachable as a first. Mm. Like, but like she was just been at the casino she knows like what she's doing there um so i think that she just like her delivery on this was really good and i loved her little rap section in the second mm-hmm. verse too that was really fun yeah it's gonna, interesting. yeah i was gonna oh it's no. interesting you mentioned vocal uh like how she's saying it because my first note is actually like when she started singing it like kind of reminded me a little bit of how sunmi sings which like oh. like tone wise, which is like kind of makes sense. I feel like that unapproachableness is sort of like you could describe how that's how Sunmi sings yeah. and performs as well. So I think it really like suits well. And you mentioned Triple H too. Like with this song, I kind of got like throw not throwback K pop vibes, but like it did evoke more like later second gen, early third gen. Uh, I guess in retrospect, they would be retro like style songs, but like of that era. Which I think, I mean, it, of course, it suits Ayu really well because she's from that age mm-hmm. of K-pop. That's when she came out. Um, but yeah, I just uh, um, like adding on to like arrangement wise, there's a, a bright key that gets added in there leading into the bridge that I thought was super pretty too. Um, 
And yeah, the and the pre-chorus, I love the pre-chorus. Oh, yeah. The melody of the pre-chorus is so cool. So, um, but yeah, I mean, this is uh, a nice like. Th- this is like I the IU that I kind of know the best because uh, I always fe- I felt like like songs like BB was a bit of a depart not departure but it's it shifted away from what I'm used to seeing IU in. So this kind of brought it back, especially with the music videos because. I like it when she does like these theatrical style uh, stuff, even though like I love Palette and that's like such a beautiful music video. But seeing her do these theatrical type of uh, MVs is uh, really nice to see again. Is there an MV for Coin? Yeah. There is. Oh man, I missed that. Oh man, I want to watch it. Is it in a casino or something like that? Uh, There's a lot of poker going on here. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, I'm excited yeah. now. Oh, and like, um, I do want to note the paper mask, the animal paper mask are really cool. Yeah. Nice. Wait, is there anything about the music video you wanted? To, uh, just anything that. else you wanted to point out? Just that. Uh, yeah, just the- I would just point out, it to me, it's like, if you know the, the video for Casino by BB, this Ooh. is like the, like the PG version of that. So <laughs> it's like, that, that, that one's, that's a really cool video too. Um, and there's like a full storyline, but it's that's like an underground casino. And then uh, mm. this one I use is just kind of like what you would think I would be, what kind of casino like she would be in, like very bright. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I, I like in real casinos, there's never any daylight. I felt like there was here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't want true. you to know what time it is. They actually have windows. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, so if anybody listening is curious, uh, I thought this sounded like a song. If we're if if I'm gonna bring up Sonic the Hedgehog every single time. <laughs> yes. Um this song uh, well obviously there's a there's a um <laughs> there's a very iconic casino level in Sonic the Hedgehog called Casino Night Zone, but no, that's not what I was thinking of. I was thinking more of Sonic Adventure for the Dreamcast. That sounds like this song sounds like that era of Sega, you know, uh, at least arrangement wise to me. Um, it, it, yeah, it might coincide with, um, yeah, because you're saying, uh, I, I forget, Almark, when was, uh, when did IU kind of come to the scene? Like her first debut in 2008. And got really okay, big in 2010. Yeah. 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 So like that's yeah, perfect, perfect time frame for uh this kind of song. Or I mean, it's understandable that she probably played Sonic the Hedgehog or Sonic Adventure <laughs> thought, you know. I, I want one day when I'm uh um <laughs> when I'm twenty nine and feeling fine, um I, I will make a song that sounds like Sonic the Hedgehog. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, uh, next track in this album is entitled High Spring By, and I was alluding to it a little bit earlier about um, how a lot of these like songs sound like songs that you think you know, but really they're just masterfully um, taking elements from those from a genre, from an era that you love. And repackaging it into a, a fun, new, and modern way. And um, yeah, like insert every 80s power love ballad singer and artist. And this is, 
this is that song or they would create this song like if they were going to come up with a k-pop song and like i don't know a part of me just loved to hear like i don't necessarily need to listen to the song all the time but it was just so fun to listen to it for the first time and just to be like so happy because it reminded me of um uh alan mark what's one of your favorite like uh love ballads that you love to sing all the oh, time. Ta- <laughs> I'm gonna, I have these in my notes too, but are you talking about <laughs> uh, Michael Bolton's How Am I Supposed to Live Without You? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll let Alan Mark demonstrate why he loves that song um, with his ability to sing oh, that song no. later. <laughs> oh, I'm not <laughs> ready. Out. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll sing it with you. I'll sing it with you. No, this is but anyway... <laughs> Don't worry, I'll sync it up. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's that that that's what immediately came to my mind. It's just Alan Mark singing the song, um, <laughs> and it was the I don't know. It's like it was the perfect. It was just the right uh, sounding uh, keys. I think it just it like flashed me back to all those other musics or all mm. those other songs. Um, but yeah, that's that's. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's oh, exactly yeah. the sort of notes that I have. Like when I first heard this song and that synth came in, my first like immediately in my mind was like, oh, these 90s Selena, Whitney Houston, Michael Bolton, like type song vibe that we're getting. It's like, oh, yes. Like it's a throwback that um, I feel like we're not getting too much of lately. I think I remember seeing a TikTok where that said that they should bring this specific synth back. Uh, I don't know the exact like which one it is uh but yeah but it's also no better than uh iu and uh i bring up null <laughs> combo to do this as well so yeah i thought it was just perfect yes i love i love it i love how it sounds <laughs> the the name that i that this song made me think of was peter satara like that, <laughs> and what what that what's that song he had like the glory of love that just mm-hmm. Or yeah. his whole just whatever I think of Peter Sutera, that that's what the, the instruments on this reminded me of. Um, but I I wonder if Noel was doing the backing vocals because they were so, so nice. They they're so were Null. so <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I love them. Um, yeah, but to me, this song also feels like an instant karaoke classic. Like mm. yes, I put that note and too. Yes, it is like a quintessential like hands out side to side move like song like that that go-to move for all for all koreans um whenever <laughs> anyone sings any song but i feel like that really that move really fits mm-hmm. the vibe of this one. Oh, we're gonna yeah. hear this on like the mass singer and yeah <laughs> well, i can hear your voice or i can see your voice those shows like i can see that yeah. happening i i usually tend it takes me longer to enjoy like these slower ballad songs, but I I like this one on my first listen. Um, mm-hmm. Probably just that chorus that was really lovely. Yeah, it's like it's a fi- it's the song's over five minutes, but yeah. it doesn't feel over five minutes. But also it does. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's just the pacing and the melody work so well together. Um, yeah. But yeah. Was there a I, I I have to go re-listen to it again. But was there a... I wrote this down. I may have not 
caught it, but was there a key change at some point? Uh, or maybe yeah. a tiny one? I just... I don't know if there is. I think there is. Yeah, just a tiny key change. Yeah, last chorus. And you gotta love a good key change, but... Um, sorry, I'm, I'm just re-listening to Glory of Love. But... <laughs> And it's so good. Anyway, yeah, he's he's 100% correct. Now, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to listen to it right now. <laughs> Especially if you, uh, you're a big Karate Kid fan. Oh. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, that, that's... I, I don't think I could have said anything better or I could say anything more. It's just so... It was just fun. And as my first, like, you know actual experience of iu um like with a full release like this is this has been such a fun package and i'm just i'm just loving every single journey i'm going through Mm -hmm. um with each of these songs so it's just so much fun it's like Um, it's such a precise choices of throwback uh that works so well for iu and that i it's it's hard to find other people that can do this as well as iu can so it's really pleasant, especially with this. Um, mm-hmm. This song is a really good example of that. I agree. All right. We are rocking through these songs, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're at, uh, I think we're at 15 minutes. So just flying through. Um, but uh, before we uh, take a break, why don't we talk about one more song? Um, yeah, let's talk about... Let's talk about celebrity. Oh, I can't. I can't not talk about a Dean song. Okay, maybe I'll stay for Troll wow. at least. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about celebrity. Uh, which I, I'm gonna throw it to Alan Mark because I wrote down on my notes. Um, now this is the Carly Rae Jepsen song that I'm pretty sure Alan Mark really really likes. Ooh. So, so I'm gonna throw it to you, Alan Mark. Can you prove me right, or do you have uh, differing uh, thoughts? No, I I really like this song. I think out of the singles, this one might be my favorite one out of the three. Um, but it's like really close because I really really like Lilac too. Um, well, Coin's really good too, but I, I it's yeah between those two. Um, but Wait, I didn't uh, get Stephen for. Oh, oh sorry, no, I was gonna I... say Stephen. What is your favorite <laughs> single? Uh. Well, out of actually, the three, out of the three, yeah, I, I don't know, but celebrity is my least favorite of the singles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay, it, just, just, just yeah. uh, for for uh, for uh, <laughs> continuity's sake, is Light Like your favorite single? I think, I think Coin actually. Oh, <laughs> okay, we're so close. Okay, sorry, I'm going to. Okay, oh man, oh, okay, Con- yeah. continue, get to Yala Mark. Sorry, no, no, um, but I mean, you mentioned Carly Rae Jepsen. I, th- I got more like love like vibes from this song like that okay. type um a bit more modern um but yeah like uh i mean it has one of those like other like chopped up vocals choruses again i think the last time we discussed that was like with Dreamcatcher, i think um so it was really interesting to hear um because i'm not like those usually aren't like my biggest favorite things out of uh, songs but i think it works with this because I think I first noted it as a pre-chorus, but it might actually be the chorus. But the sequence that starts off with Ichima and then she just goes off, I love. I think that's one of the, like, it's so well written melodically um, because you kind of, 
it's it's sort of a surprising melody. It, it doesn't follow. It it's not really uh, predictable with how you think it's gonna go. It goes lower in moments, and you think it might keep rising, stuff like that. So um, I thought like it. The reason why this song is my favorite single is just because of that portion. I think because oh. <laughs> I just think it's so good. Um, but even then, even like lyrically, I think it's really nice because I love it when IU writes really like introspective songs lyrically. Um, I mean, she's because I feel like that's when she's at her most earnest because she's been doing this for so long, starting at such a young age that um, like I feel like she's sort of been through a lot um, like emotionally and stuff. So it's uh, seeing that come out in the music is really um, is really nice to hear. I was kind of reminded. I, w- I don't know if anyone watched that show, the producers that she was mm. on, but she plays mm. an idol named Cindy. Um, but like she, she plays kind of. I think she just drew a lot from her own experience for that role, and I think put some of that too into into writing these uh, lyrics. But I think they're also about kind of being an individual, or like just even if people think you're weird or don't fit in it, that's you should still stay stay true to yourself too but mm-hmm. um i think the, the lyric thematically i think this song was more interesting to me than it was musically i'm not sure if i really liked that chopped up vocal too much yeah. um yeah it, but overall i did like the song and i i get why it like did really well in the charts yeah Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else to say. Uh, shall we take a break? Yeah. Sure. All right. Cool. So uh, we are about halfway through the album. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we will, of course, have a brand new game to play, and we will cover the other half of the album. So stick around. We'll catch you on the B side. All right, and welcome back to the B side. As you know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by none other than Steven, whose sister went to UCLA. (laughs) (laughs) Go Bruins. That's correct. Go Bruins. Um, Um, And so I'll throw it to Steven and he'll uh, walk us through uh, the game Alan Mark and I are going to play. All right. Okay. So we are going to play a game we have played before. uh, And considering. I use long discography. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. We are playing. I thought it was only right that we play another round of Isak Toast oh, as we no. did with Epic High. Oh, yes. God. I'm so bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I made it quite as like devious in terms okay. of volume. So, and there are some clues in, like with like the other two songs I picked. Uh, so just remember to listen to those and uh, 
maybe think about what notes you had for for Lilac or the songs on Lilac. Um, but for our listeners who don't know, I just quickly explaining the rules. Uh, each round, I'm gonna play an audio clip, which is three IU songs at the same time, <laughs> and <laughs> one of them will be from the album Lilac. And what Alan, Mark, and Chuck are gonna do is try to guess uh, which song that is. Um, and then, so there are six rounds. Uh, we'll do it like we did last week. Uh, where you, I'll go. Th- we'll do each round, and then you guys send me in the chat the your answers. Oh. Uh, so, okay. uh, I guess yeah. If you have somewhere to write or type down, and then I guess have a track list up as well that you can look at. So, yeah. Tell me when you're ready. All right, I got a notepad up, <clears throat> and I got the track list up. It's gonna have the chat ready. Okay. Um, yeah, remember just to send to me. Um, but yeah, since we haven't played this in a while, I thought maybe we should have a quick practice round. Oh, no. So this is not IU, um, but we'll... the answer is choose heart attack. <laughs> the answer is Luna. So we will uh, just, I'm going to also test the volume here. So I'm going to start playing this uh now <laughs> all right did any oh, did anyone get Wait, what that? are we trying to get all three songs <laughs> you pick just pick one uh pick the most recent one. Oh, that would be after school by a weekly that is correct so uh that that I'll just play the clip, the the part of the song that I picked. Oh no, it's not opening for some reason. Uh, <laughs> any, uh, oh no. Okay, sorry. Right. That doesn't work. That works for the others. So okay, then we'll just go straight into into the game. So remember, like, try to listen to the others if you can't immediately pick out the um, the one from Lilac. So. Let's just get into it with round one. Okay, you guys ready? All right, cool. Here we go. Round one, start. Okay, and oh I can my play god. it again if you want. Oh my god, all I heard was palette. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll play I'll play it again. I'll play it again. Here we go. That volume okay? It yeah. sucks because that song is so ingrained into yeah. my head that all I want to do is sing that song. Okay, go so, ahead. ahead. Palette. Hmm, that was a pretty popular song, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, right. I guess write your okay, answer okay. down. Best guess. Uh, and there, are, so there are six rounds. Uh, I won't repeat songs, and so, but there are also not every song will be an answer. So just as a hint. Um, all right. Do you have your answers written yeah. down? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can move on to round two. <laughs> oh man. I guess I have never played this, so I don't know how hard it is. So. It's, it's, it's quite, quite difficult. All right. 
Here we go. Round two. I got it. <laughs> okay. Anyone like it? Play it again. I'm good. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Now, round three. Ah, here we go. I think this one might be the best sounding and most coherent clip I've, I've made. It's still wow. pretty bad, but it somehow <laughs> kind of works. So uh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Here we go. Round three. God, that was awful. <laughs> okay, I got okay, it. Okay, did you did you need it again, or are we good? Uh, just one more. One okay. More. It, yeah, it's pretty bad, <laughs> but... It, but also works, yeah. Let's move on to round four. Okay, okay. Round four. Uh, start. <laughs> okay, one more time. Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay, it's so funny. Whenever uh, I start, you both put your heads down. <laughs> yeah, because I can't. I can't. Yeah, I need like I Too need sensory of... deprivation. Yes. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Round four. Okay. I think that one actually was kind of was harder, <laughs> even though the yeah. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, okay, we'll move on to round five. All right. Here we go. Round five. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Round six. Um, this might be the worst one that I've ever made. <laughs> the yes. worst sounding one. Oh, yes. uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. Uh, but I think <laughs> you can get it. Uh, okay. Here we go. Round six. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That, what was, that was just like 10,000 people shouting <laughs> at the same time. 
Yeah, that's that's a good hint. Actually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, when you have your, your answers, <laughs> just send them to me, and I will tally up the scores. If there, we can do a tiebreaker in case we need to. Oh God, they're all coming out. In the, all right. Okay. Okay. All right. So I've tallied the scores, and we do have a winner. It is Alan Mark oh. who got. <laughs> Uh, five out of six, correct. Oh, five out of six. <laughs> yeah, wow. the only one you missed was round four, which was troll. Oh, um, damn. Uh, yeah. So starting from round one, this was palette, celebrity, and blooming. Mm. But uh, and then here was just the um, celebrity clip from that. Oh, it's not playing. Oh man. Okay, <laughs> let me try again. That's okay. Uh, uh, never mind. It's all right. I wonder why it's not playing. I, I want to guess celebrity because you said cause that song was pretty popular. Yeah, so I was I'll, trying to give you. I'll choose, <laughs> I'll choose the popular Smart. song. Uh, yeah, all three of those were number her latest number ones. So. Wow. Oh, and here's round two. Yeah. I think this was the only one I got. Yeah, you, you got that. You got uh, three, correct, Chuck. Oh, wow. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, man. For some reason, these are not playing right it's, now. It's oh, all right. <laughs> okay, uh, round three. Very quickly. Uh, I took. It's just, yeah, I was gonna say this just reminded me of like a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it took two songs from her album Modern Times. Um, uh, okay, uh, round four. That's what I got wrong. Yeah, so that w- that was Troll. <laughs> uh, round five. I just played the part where she was singing um, this part. And then lastly, round six. Uh, wait, did you both? Which you both got correct. <laughs> Yay. The fact that we got this one right is truly, <laughs> truly, yeah, a feat. <laughs> but the part uh, I took from from my C was her, the part leading up right into her high note here. <laughs> I was just remembering what was the song where she just belted it out. Anyway, uh, yeah. Congratulations, uh, Alan Mark, for winning another round of Isak Toast. Another round, another win. I'm sorry. No, I lost the first round of Isak Toast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't feel as bad. Man, that was so hard. Okay, <laughs> that was so I much harder. I have to figure than... out how to make this not hard. No, no, no. It was, it was No, it was I love good. how hard it is. It's okay. good hard it No, no, yeah, Leave me it. too, me too. It, it was very good. It's just, it's hard for IU because it's just so, they're all so oh, yeah. good. 
that like they all sounded like they could fit together. And it was just so hard to pick, except for Palette. All I could hear was Palette. It like, <laughs> was like driving my mind crazy. Anyway, well, thanks again, Steven. That was oh, super course. fun and hard, but super fun nonetheless. All right. Um, so I don't have that much time left, but I fi- figure I could at least get a couple of words in. But uh, I'm going to throw it to who wants to host? Is it Steven? Do you want to sure. host? Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so um, I unfortunately have to go uh, after some short remarks uh, for our next song, but I'm going to throw it to Steven, who's going to carry you all to the rest of the this episode. So um, again, um, thank you, Steven, for taking that uh, taking that mantle. Sure. So, um, Okay, sorry. I'm just thinking of the 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 trio of songs that you played and how <laughs> how um, how I, I was like, oh my god, why can't I hear this song? I I didn't hear Troll at all. I don't know why. Same. But, but um, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's let's move on to the next track of uh, this album, which is Troll, featuring a favorite of ours, Dean. Um, has Dean Dean hasn't come up with come out with anything recently? Has he? No, has my he been fir- just featured. My first note here is I've missed Dean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna mention. I was like, Dean, when did Dean? Why did Dean choose to like come out of nowhere and like be a part of IU? Well, it makes sense. It's IU, but um, I'll get to that part. I'll get to Dean later for me. But um, I, I, I'm a sucker for. Because you know how on YouTube, Chilled Cow rebranded <laughs> to Lo-Fi Girl? Do you know? Oh, you know yeah. Do you know that happened? I haven't no. kept that. Like a no. Lo-Fi songs to study slash, you know, whatever to. Oh, yeah. They rebranded because they wanted to take a new direction. So they're no longer called Chilled Cow. They rebranded to Lo-Fi Girl. That's the name of their mm. brand now. Mm. And, um, and so the reason why I bring that up is because I find every moment I can to just play that um, 24-hour stream because it's just it's the perfect music for me to just lose lose myself to like if I'm trying to do some important task or if I'm trying to um, just chill like you know chill obviously um, that's the kind of music I turn to and so I bring it up because this song starts off in such a fun way like a fun way to like give you the give you the the you know like the melody or no sorry give you the beat like the word gives you the the, the little piano uh, little thing in the middle or in the beginning and then it kind of chops it up and lo-fi's it and then just the beat just picks up from there and I, I i think once i heard that like those first five seconds i was already immediately and like let, like forget the fact that Dean is part of the song as well, but I I knew right off the bat that I was gonna love the song, and and the rest of the song kind of um, you know exemplified that. Uh, I think for me, it just it just gave me a nice um, uh, I want to say groovy vibe, but it just it was just a nice pleasing hip hop beat to listen to, um, and there were moments where they kind of mixed it up with a little um in the pre-chorus they mixed it up with a little like bossa nova type uh vibe and i thought that was so much fun and like this 
this just was like the perfect like you know uh uh, I don't know what the lyrics stand for, but it, I felt like it could have been a love song because it was really a duet with, with Dean. And it just felt like the perfect duet kind of like back and forth type of um, pleasing song to me. And um, really quickly, I, I I have to agree with you, Alan Mark, that I miss Dean. I miss his soulful, buttery, luxurious voice. And hearing both of them together was just so, so lovely to listen to. Um yeah, that's uh, those are my notes. I'm sure you guys will um, say it much more eloquently. But man, I I, I did miss Dean. Uh, I will say the one thing that caught me off guard because I did know because like I'm used like you, the three of us were used to Dean. I've made fun of Dean also with his uh, colors appearance um, with that microphone like two stories up in the the air. Um, but I I thought it was kind of weird to start off with like a post Maloney type um, sing rap at the beginning um, it, it was just a very I, I didn't it didn't sound like it was Dean for, for a hot second and then he kind of switched to uh, the talk singing mode and then eventually into like the smooth soulful R&B where he's duetting with uh IU. Um, so yeah, that was just my one my my one weird note with with Dean. It didn't feel like Dean. I thought it was like a um, an imposter, but then and then eventually I was like, oh no, yeah, this is the Dean that we're used to. But yeah, uh, those are my notes. I'll let you guys kind of talk away while I uh, get ready to leave. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks, Chuck. I guess I'll. Uh, take over from here <laughs> but uh yeah i missed dean as well i thought he was perfect for this song and the it, it's like a mood or the the this, this song just sets a really great mood and uh i i love the rhythm but i think it was kind of bossa uh that that they introduced um yeah ellen mark what did, what did you think yeah um let's see what did i write down um I, yeah, I really like this. I think it's like really pleasant to listen to. I think the mix of the, like the, it's a really bouncy piano. Um, it's sort of like carnivaly a little bit, which mm-hmm. is like really interesting. Like, I think they mentioned it sort of feels like nostalgic, but in like a, not in a longing kind of way, but like in a, cause I think the lyrics mention like ex-boyfriend. So maybe mm-hmm. it's like they're thinking about their past relationship and how like they're not, how it didn't work out. So I'm imagining like IU and Dean at like a carnival and like playing games and stuff, but they're like not having a good time. Yeah. Um, so that's the that's the kind of vibe I get. But um, yeah, notes wise though, like I think one thing about this song that I, th- I wish I liked it a bit more than I do, um, especially because Dean's on it and he wrote it. But like there's small nitpicky things like the pre-chorus I wish was a bit longer to really drive the build up into the chorus. Um, and like, it's like, I don't know, it is not so much with their arrangement that I'm like excited about, um, except for certain things like the last chord in the bridge, I think was just so nice, um, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, um, yeah, uh, like overall, I, it's a very pleasant song to listen to, but I do wish I I liked it a bit more. Mm -hmm. I feel like this was one of my early, like favorite or song candidates for favorite song on the mm. album. Um, 
And just to talk about the bridge, what I really liked about it was that it was, I felt it was kind of just in terms of its length and what, how it varied within it. Was, I thought it was kind of perfect in that way. And mm-hmm. with each line in the bridge, it gave you something new. And I thought that was really cool. Like whether it was how the drums changed or what like the, the keys were playing. So it, I, it kind of reminded me of um, the bridge in BB, which is like for that song, that is the standout part to me because it was so mm-hmm. interesting with the way the ma- the melody would bounce around. Um, but I, I liked uh, just how how this bridge it it wasn't it didn't like distract too much or it wasn't like that's the only thing I wanted to pay attention to because mm-hmm. the rest of it has such a, a nice vibe to it. Yeah, um, I do think the bridge is the best part of this song for sure. Yeah. I I was I kept seeing the the rolly 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 roll lyrics. I I wonder what that meant though. If, it, oh, yeah. if it's just like a sound that, uh, but yeah, I I really like this. Um, I'm kind of I'm really curious too about because the the piano it has that warped vintagey mm-hmm. sound to on it, and I seems to have this like fascination with that sound like early 20th century instruments like oh, yeah so i want like with on modern times she's that on a bunch of the songs so i'm kind of curious about where that comes from for her and i'm sure mm. that there are interviews that she's talked about it but um i feel like this was one of the the examples here on the album even though i think she wasn't too inv- i think she wasn't like too involved yeah in, i think this one writing. dean is the lone songwriter on this one and she and I did the lyrics. There was, I think, uh, uh, in Spotify credit it, credits, it does say uh, Jane and Junie and someone else. Oh Pop- yeah, that's right. There's more. Song. Yeah. But I I know Junie's name because he has some songs that I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wrote um, Kai's. Mm, mm, that's right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, uh, this this felt like a Dean song to me, though. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do you have any other any? No, that's pretty much it. for that. That's it for that one. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the next track, uh, "Empty Cup." Yeah. What did you think of this yeah. one? I like that you mentioned like the warp sound of the piano in that one, because this one, my like the what immediately struck me was the sort of tone of the guitar. Not that it was warped, but it sounds like slightly out of tune, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting choice. Um, and it sort of adds uh, tension and conflict, I think, within the music, which highlights the tension and conflict in the lyrics as well. Because this essentially is like a I want to break up with you type of song. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a really nice example of that, like auditorially versus like uh, lyrically. Um, and it's a very like subdued song. It's not very like in your face, but I think just the core, this that sound of the guitar, like mm. creates that sort of feeling. Um, it's like it's an yeah. underlying. It's bubbling up, and it's like it's it's just a matter of time. Yeah, and I think that kind of subdued nature of the song, it made me feel like. The song was longer than it actually was. Yeah, yeah. it's so short. It, right? It's two minutes. Yeah, two minutes and twenty seconds. And 
It's it is the shortest song, but I guess like the way where we, where you were saying on High Spring by it felt both longer and shorter than mm-hmm. than it was. That I kind of felt that way uh, about this one too. Um, so I, I actually I didn't have too much to mm-hmm. say about this Same. other than like the guitar, um, but I guess one of the I picked the Hyako song that she does to for our game to play in the same round because I felt there was kind of a similar uh, oh, vibe yeah. there. No, I, I hear that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My only other note, because I don't have too much either, is that I like the layering that they do in the second half of the song. There's oh, yeah. some really nice like harmonies, vocal layering, and like random like instruments that pop up here and there in the second mm-hmm. verse too. Um, so I thought that was like a nice like... So it doesn't feel like all one note. But, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that like little high note at the very end too that just like kind of comes out of nowhere oh yeah yeah i i was just listening and i just got to that part as as you're talking oh yeah okay cool uh yeah i guess that that's it for for empty cup uh let me quickly just check if who wrote this one uh oh penomeko and ugi oh yeah penomeko wrote it i forgot that interesting okay i only I feel like I know him for mostly rapping. Yeah. So, okay, that's cool. Um, but yeah, why don't we just go straight into My C. Mm-hmm. Going from uh, the shortest song to the second yeah. longest song. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this song, it's another ballad. Uh, I felt this was like, on, on this album, she displayed like the most power in her vocals Mm -hmm. but also it's just an example of her like exceptional voice vocal control like in 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 like her dynamics when she's singing softer and then when she gets into the end section too so this was like even though we've heard already heard like very good vocals already on the album this was like the I think just the the one way she could really show off on it Mm mm-hmm yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, especially like those high notes at the end. It's sort of what she like sort of set her on the map in the K-pop world. It's yeah. like getting those high notes when, um, especially with like the more recent things, at least at the very least since Palette, there's not a lot of power in those melodies as singles. Um, so you kind of not forget it, but it's like um, she hasn't really introduced that in her later music. But it's nice that there's still songs like this on the B-sides that um, still exemplify. Um, I mean, my first uh, uh, thought when I heard the song was like, ah, the OST song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the ballad. And like at first, like it didn't really, um, especially with the passive listens, this didn't really like grab my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I kind of wanted to talk a little like crap about the song um, because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's kind of, it's like too long. The arrangement didn't stick out to me. Um, like, especially compared to the other five minute long song. Um, but then like, like you know that I like rarely get into it with lyrics, mm-hmm. but this one actually did. And oh, then okay. I was like, oh man, this is actually like kind of really sad. <laughs> and then like, and, and then I started really like feeling the emotions a lot more along with the melody. And then now like I actually really oh. love this song now. <laughs> Like the chorus, the first chorus, 
The line that got me was, did that child suffer in pain for such a long time to just become me? Oh. I'm like, oh, 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 man. I mean, whoever translated, like the translator for that, I took it yeah. from YouTube, was like wonderfully, wonderful way to write it. But, yeah. oh, that just cuts. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, I Okay, I wanted to comment on on your point about uh, like the her high notes. And I guess mm. I read somewhere that like after good day there was some time where someone maybe like a doctor or like vocal Ooh. coach recommended that she stop performing that live because those no like there was it could actually like injure her if oh she yeah doing that so maybe that was a consideration in her songwriting like maybe, like she'll hold back a little bit on mm-hmm. like trying to hit those really high ones oh, that um, totally but here sense. she does she like hits a pretty high note at the end yeah. um which i think yeah it comes in an interesting part of the song because i thought like they built they in like this halfway through the song there was already a build-up yeah and then i was wondering what else were they could they do because after that, like it came down, it they had they built it was like a second build up. Like yeah, yeah. I maybe I should have gone into the lyrics a little more to get the sense of like oh they maybe they reached a high point at, at something and then mm-hmm. it's sad again and then they're trying to say something yeah. else. But um, yeah, yeah. No, I think the the vo- like the vocal notes as well that you mentioned it uh, like that totally makes sense, especially since Good Day came out when she was still really young. Yeah. I think she's still like 17. So um, like I think with more like the older she got, more vocal maturity, the like more trained I guess she got, she's able to do more contained stuff like this. Because like this note sounds a lot better than her notes in Good Day. Like yeah. she has like a controlled vibrato. It's really like there's a lot more technique there. So I think, yeah, just the older she's gotten, the more she's able to control that, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, I noticed the like those buildups too. Um because, yeah, it's like the the path of this song is really interesting, um, especially with the, like, they really build it up with that chorus, like, the choir that comes in. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when, they, when it first came in, I was like, oh. oh yeah. I was, kinda, I was, like, really surprised. Yeah, I, I felt at the, at the end, like, when, I guess maybe that, that tiny, there's like a tiny key change, right? In this, I, yeah, I think so. I, I think with that and the choir, like I felt the song became like a kind of a Broadway tune, like that you would mm. hear in the final third, like where it's yeah. one, where it's like one of the characters singing their their song about going to their hometown or what, or yeah. like following your dream or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, going back to the lyrical aspect of that, I think that because. I mentioned how like the first chorus is sad. The second chorus actually where it first builds up, um, it turns like sort of good and brings hope and joy. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> Cause I think that line, the same, like the same first line, uh, the lyrics change and it's uh, tr- translated to like every moment in this world comes to me and becomes a dazzling gift. And I who continuously doubted can finally answer to myself. So sort of like finding uh-huh. sort of the solace and like more like clear identity and then, um, and then I think I also noted these lyrics. I think it's either the last chorus or the outro. 
the lyrics are, I won't pretend to not know myself again. And yet, occasionally still, I may lose to life again. But even if I get lost again, I know the way back. Oh, and I feel like that's wow. like, that's exactly how like the song resolves as well. I feel yeah. like it has that really, that feeling of like, mm-hmm. it's still hard. It's still difficult, but I'm older now and I can, like, I understand it a bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was was there anything related to like the song title in the lyrics? Uh, there's like- a lot of like... Um, Imagery about the, like water, the sea, and stuff. Okay. I oh, I didn't pick out exactly what, but it's sort of, uh, yeah. Ah, I I should have looked out for that more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I I feel like it's always hard for me if I'm not looking at the lyrics, just because mm-hmm. obviously we don't understand it, but we at least we understand the, yeah. the mood it, it creates. Um, but yeah, did you have anything else? No, I am looking at the lyrics to like okay. English translation to find out because I feel like it'd be a good point. But um, let's see. Uh, vamp a little bit while I look for this. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. Let me. So this song is called uh, My Sea. Uh, I think before we uh, move on to another nautical themed song, um, we'll see what. Uh, what lyrics have to do with that? Uh, I guess you know you might think about a, a turbulent <laughs> ocean and okay, a I found storm. it. I found it. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know thank how much God. <laughs> As, uh, so the bridge does mention stuff like um, the memories are calling me from the other side with the voice I had forgotten for a long time. Uh, by the way, I'm getting these lyrics specifically from Genius. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, I, do, I and use then, Genius. Too. And then I go back to being against the waves in the place where the sea inside me was born. So it's like an oh. inner, like, I guess, tumultuousness and trying to like mm-hmm. finding yourself, but you're sort of getting swept away and, and lost, but still being able to, I don't know, find your way back. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. That, that's good. I'll, I'll probably go read those lyrics later yeah. to see what it's all about. All right. I guess, yeah, we can move on to... As I mentioned, a so slightly uh, nautical or like water <laughs> themed track with uh, 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 <laughs> Yeah, that's probably the easier way to say the title. Yeah. I don't really know like what to do. Um, but yeah, this one's uh, co-written by, or is it all written by Chanyok of uh, Akmu? Or oh. it's Chanyok and PJ, but yeah, it is a Chanyok song. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed this one. Another kind of bright tune. I thought it would felt very summery, um, mm-hmm. where a lot of the album I felt was very like spring like. This one felt a little more like summery, and because they they these lyrics had. Uh, talking about being a surfer I was just mm-hmm. thinking of like the beach and, and it, that sort of the, the guitar fits that, that mood too uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah I think my first reaction when I heard this song was like thank god that this song came on at this time <laughs> oh yeah Be- uh, because uh, um, like, I feel like we needed a kind of a quirky song after my seat because it yeah. was so heavy. I'm just like, oh man, just need a little, nice little break. And this is like a nice little break from that. 
Um, yeah, it's like quirky. It's like、um, bubbly.、Um, yeah, like I don't know. It's it's、uh, nice that we like having that dichotomy of different styles. I you can do. Yeah, I think I while I like this song, I felt it was a bit kind of one dimensional,、mm-hmm. but、yeah. not not too much to its detriment because I mean、um, it, it it's a it's a very pleasant. Song to listen to,、um, and I felt again with our being not too well versed in the lyrics or like Korean. Obviously,、mm-hmm. I feel like the the like the kind of the repeating and the sort of stuttering style of, in the chorus. It's probably a lot more clever, like、oh, than yeah, it、sure. comes off as. Like because I know Chanyeok to be a very clever and like very a very good lyricist, so. Um, or an IU too, so、mm-hmm. uh, I I'm sure it will need to be explained somewhere.、Um, but yeah, I, I also liked how、uh, I felt in the chorus the the vocals and the instruments were similar in volume, like the, they kind of were mixed at the same、mm-hmm. level, which just kind of usually the vocals are always out front and. I thought it was kind of interesting that the, you could really hear the guitar at the same time. Yeah.、Um, but yeah, the lyrics—they, I felt、mm-hmm. they matched the, the overall tone、mm-hmm. of the、uh, of the song.、Um, but, yeah, they're just yeah. fun and light. That's like <laughs>、yeah. that's all my notes on it. It's just like a really nice, fun, light song. Yeah. I have no、um, idea what it's about. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't look too much into what the surfer. Thing was about, but、mm-hmm. um, I mean, maybe it's、yeah. an extension of my C.、Um, that's my thought because it came right. Oh、after. yeah, it's like okay. Now that I figured myself this out and myself、yeah. out, why not surf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but、uh, I don't know what the,、uh, the title translates to either because、mm-hmm. I, I was looking at Genius, but it was just kind of saying the or it like translated the chorus. Into, but it, it, I didn't figure it out. But、no. yeah, I'll look at those later too.、Um, all right. Did you have anything else for that? That's it. Are, are we good to go? Okay.、Yep. Then we can move on to the last song on the album, Epilogue. Yeah. How did you feel about this one? This is. I mean, it's a <clears throat> nice little ending. I think this is the fan song. Because、um, oh. looking at the lyrics, it's like the most I've looked at lyrics in a long time for this <laughs> podcast. But because the sentiment of it is like, it's a little bit insecure because like of how much she's grown and changed over time. It's like sort of asking. It's like if you're still here and are being comforted, then I'm glad. I'm really happy.、Um, but yeah.、Um, so、uh, I I also like that this feels sort of old timey Hollywood.、Um, yeah. I got that. But I think you sort of. Maybe you heard that too, with how you mixed it with the other songs. Yeah, <laughs>、um, yeah, and I went back to listen to a couple of the songs on on Modern Times, and like this was, I felt this song was the most similar to that era of IU's.、Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that instrument is, though, or like that warbly, the the tyranny, sample, like、yeah. distorted voice. <laughs> okay, so about that. <laughs> It reminded me of that one song from SpongeBob SquarePants, the first episode where it's like living in the sunlight. 
Oh man! Oh, Tom, Tommy Two Tone. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Or Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Tiny. Oh my God. <laughs> Tommy Two Tommy. He's from the '80s, right? T- it's still this TT. Tommy Two Tone. Yeah, Tiny Tim. Jesus. But yeah, it like reminded me of that, and I think whenever I hear this song, I like can't unhear it anymore. Oh man. I did not hear it. <laughs> now I cannot admit. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm listening to it right now. I thought I thought it was like oh maybe they took uh, Edith Piaf singing and they <laughs> <laughs> somehow made the sample. Um, now it's Tiny Tim. <laughs> I will first think as Tommy Tutone. I don't I don't even know where that came from. Tommy Tutone. I like. <laughs> All right, Tommy Two Tones wrote eight six seven five three zero nine. I can't stop laughing. This is too much. Oh, oh my god! I think the two the two people I mentioned this episode are Peter Cetera and Tommy Two Tones. <laughs> I use oh, obvious influences. Um, oh, Subin co-wrote this. Uh, oh. Yeah, I just I was just oh, looking at it. Oh, cool. so, yeah, that's cool. Oh, cool. Uh, let's see. I I thought I didn't have too much to talk about. I like the yeah. way this ended. Um, yeah, it's a really album. nice closer. It's yeah, definitely just a really nice yeah. closer. Do you wait? What's her fandom name? I use. Yeah. Oh oh, oh no. Like I've never. I feel like I've never thought about it. Yes, yeah, sure. I don't think about it that much with the soloist, so... Yeah. Let's see. I'm sure she has to have one. Yeah, I'm... Come on, load faster. Oh, wait, okay, I found it on K-Profiles. Oh. <laughs> I'm on that page, too. Uh, Uena? You Uena. love me. Yeah. Uena. Huh. Okay. I feel like I also haven't seen people say, like, I'm a Uena. You yeah. Know, but... Okay, that's... Oh, no, I'm learning that people don't go that hard for soloists. Or, like, fans yeah. really don't go that hard for soloists. Yeah. Our, our, our anchor data is showing us <laughs> that. <laughs> but we've done so many soloist oh, episodes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Two soloists? No, thank oh, you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, really, these, these songs and albums are so good. People really should be listening to them. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, I did have a note that the guitar on this song... Reminded me of the guitar on Instagram by Dean. Oh, uh, yeah. That's good pull. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was the only really instrumental thing I had to note. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I guess. Was there, was there anything else about this? Or maybe just your final thoughts on yeah. the album? Yeah. I think overall thoughts. Um, like this. Like, I think you mentioned this. But this song really does feel like spring. Which, thank God. Because... I was so over this past winter. It was so, especially like the full winter, like sort of being in this pandemic still. It's like nice to have a springy album. Um, yeah. And like, actually, when I first, the first few listens I had of this album were more passive listens, like during my commute at work. And like, actually didn't like, it didn't impress me at, at all when I first listened to it. Um, but then, um, 
it didn't take until me sitting down with it, actually like taking the time to listen to everything, breaking it down, and really and reading the lyrics that I really appreciated it a lot. And I and I mean, damn it, Chuck was right. I really like this album. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. It's very cohesive. All the songs are good, um, well written, and like I think my like just from hearing this album. I mean, I use twenty eight now, so. Uh, she began her career at 15, and we've seen her grow as not only an artist, but also sort of as a human since she's been writing more and more lyrics. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like this perspective of her at 28, too, is um, it helps us see into the psyche of sort of billing, being the celebrity that she is. So, yeah. um, it was really like, I think that's why I appreciate the most of IU and makes me really appreciate this album. Mm-hmm. So, is she 20? 20- Eight in Korean age, or would she be twenty nine? She was she's nine ninety three. So okay, so she's she's twenty eight, but I, wouldn't she be like wouldn't twenty nine Korean in Korean age? Oh no, she, one year older. I think so. She's still her birthday's in May, so she's technically still twenty seven. Oh okay, but she's turning twenty eight this year. Okay, because okay, I I feel like. I read somewhere she was thinking about her, like leaving her twenties and entering mm. a new uh, decade of, of life, and um, kind of ah. one of the themes of this album was like with uh, kind of like with "High Spring" by that title, mm-hmm. like you're you're starting something new, but also saying goodbye to something, right? Um, but uh, I think. F- in general, for me, a lot of the same thoughts about this being a really nice way to get into this time of year. Like it's mm. very kind of uplifting. When I heard those birds chirping in <laughs> um, in flu, it was just, that was I just thought that was such a nice touch. And I think I I really like this album. I, even in my first few listens, I identified like the songs as being really great pop. Like mm-hmm. it's really great, good, well-written songs. So it's it, this is one of this was one of my favorites at, of the year. It could be my favorite album of the Ooh. year that we've listened to so far. Um, I, I'm like I'm okay with making like stronger <laughs> statements <Yeah>. now. <laughs> okay, the year Purple Kiss, and then uh, but yeah, it's it's hard. I'm trying to think. It, I just really enjoyed. This, this song top to bottom I mean this album top to bottom and yeah. um, I, I should listen to more IU because she has so many songs that I feel like I haven't done I haven't like gone through her discography as as much as other artists so right yeah um, oh I, you should also watch uh, I don't know if you had, I just watched her cover of Sherlock by Shiny uh, oh, I, I think I caught a she, clip of it. Monaco. When they, yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. Oh and, man, okay. Uh, Shiny did "Dear Name" and mm. uh, and and Peep, or some other song, but yeah, that was a very good episode of Aisha. show. Um, but okay, yeah, uh, I guess the, that wraps up our discussion of Aisha's yeah. fifth full album, Lilac. Uh, yeah, th- thank you for listening yeah. to another episode of, of How You Can Eat. Um, uh, IU, remember to please email us yes. at 
how you can eat at gmail.com. Oh, oh, uh, I need to find a reason for her to email me. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I have questions about, um, um, was that a sample of Tiny Tim and Epilogue? Please let yeah. us know. <laughs> yeah. And do you like Tommy too? <laughs> uh, four, four, four separate emails now. <laughs> uh, subject line... Tommy Two-Tone, Tiny um, Tim. Yeah. Mark. But uh, yeah, and even, even if you're not IU, you can also email us yes, at howyoucaneats at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on several <laughs> socials, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, both at howyoucaneat. I will also just mention, Alan Mark is on TikTok. <laughs> no. If, yeah, <laughs> if you found us through that, thank you. Uh, thank you, Alan Mark. Um, yeah, do we talk? Do, uh, do we talk about? It? Is there anything else? I, I think that's it. So yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, keep listening to us, and also go back to our past episodes too. There's a lot of good albums we talked about. So, yeah, um, yeah. And if you liked the game, go listen to our Epic High episode. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, also listen to Becky Owens Bambi because I committed to promoting it. <laughs> It's good. I like it a lot. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I saw some of the video too. I think there's some train in that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, But for Alan, Mark, Chuck, and I, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Uh, 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 (laughs) I can't. I can't. (laughs) I didn't have one, Freddie. Thank you.